the Sly Show Season 20, Episode 1. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to first and foremost say it's been a rough entrance to the 20th year of the Sly Show. We have celebrations, kicking off, bro. I've been drinking coffee all morning. You know, they say, they say you know, when, when people celebrate, you know, they drink champagne. You know, they do, they do drugs. They do fucking, you know, they drink alcohol. I don't drink alcohol no more. I don't do drugs no more. And, uh, you know, so I, I've been drinking coffee all morning to celebrate 20 years of the slideshow. Made a post this morning. I said, yo, it's 20 years of the slideshow, bitch. You know, 20 years of the slideshow, man. And, you know, it, like I said, it's been a rough in, in, entrance into the, I got real sick at the end of December. You know, uh, I've been having this sciatic pain, which I uh, self-corrected. That's right. Um, you know, so it's been a it's been a rough entrance in 2024. It's February or it's January 15th, 2024. 20 years of the Sly Show, season 20, episode one, and uh, it's a it's a uh, it's a celebration, bro. It's a celebration, 100, percent 100. percent I appreciate everybody that's been rocking with the Sly Show. You know, however you found me, you know, maybe you found me on Rumble, maybe you found me on BitChute, maybe you found me on Instagram, maybe you found me on Twitter, or should I say X? Um, but we here, bro. Season 20, episode one. So, so you know, with the, uh, you know, this being the first episode in the 20th year, you know, I've, I figured that I would, um, I would just talk about how we got here. You know, we've been doing this for 20 years. Um, you know, I mean, the early days is is, is, is still, you know, I've, I mean, I remember everything, bro. I remember, you know, it's funny, you know, some of the processes that we've done, you know, through the years, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of, you know, I've switched things up, you know, I switched things up, but I think for the most part, you know, I remember all the important shit. So let, let's, let's go back to 20, uh, 2004, where I was. When I started doing the slideshow, you know, let's talk about the early days. Now, I dropped out of high school to work in radio, radio broadcasting, okay? And I was working at a radio station in San Francisco, California, part of Clear Channel. Clear Channel at the time it was Clear Channel Communications. Now it's iHeartMedia. It's commercial, you know, mainstream. You know, it was a, a terrestrial radio, commercial radio. You know, so I was, uh, you know, I was doing like intern work over there. You know, I was, uh, it was, it was good. It was about 94.9. You know, KYLD, San Francisco. The uh, format is CHR Rhythmic, so they play a lot of pop hits. You know, at the time, you know, uh, when I worked there in 2002, you know, 50 Cent, that's when his album was coming out, and that was like one of the big moments, you know, in 2002, 2003, you know, those were, uh, you know, that was when 50 Cent came out. And, uh, you know, we was, I was in the intern van, bro. We was in a promotional van and that's how I got my start in radio. Most people who, um, start in radio that way, they just go on to work at another radio station. And, uh, you know, San Francisco is the number four market as far as, um, you know, yeah, all the markets, you know, the higher the market you work in. Uh, the better it is, you'll, you'll land a, a different job, you know, especially if you try to go to a different market, you know, a lot of people respect the top four markets, the f- top four markets, number one, New York, uh, number two, Chicago, or no, 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 let's see, number one, New York, 
Number two is Los Angeles. Number three, Chicago. Number four, San Francisco. At the time, that's what it was. So, I remember... Um, <clears throat> it's a history. This is some his slideshow history here, bro. You, you know what I mean? We're doing the slideshow history, bro. We're doing the slideshow history. So, I, I fucking... Um, you know, I was working for the promotional team... You know, went homeless, sleeping in vans, pissed my parents off, you know, dropped out of high school. They didn't know I dropped out of high school, you know, the people at the radio station. But, you know, we was doing it all, bro, because we all we really wanted to do, the people that were on the promotional team, they call it the party crew, you know, we wanted to get our, our jump into radio. And, uh, you know, I mean, I remember like, you know, back in the day, like, I've always been trying to do this, man. You know, when people say, you know, uh, uh, you know, like, like, uh, is this easy for you? Like, do you, do you think about when you do your shows? Do you do, nah, man, like this is, I was, I was born to do this, bro. See, this is, this is what people need to understand. Like, and this is why, like another reason why, like when I see people who do like podcasts and like people in 2024, you know, will send me like, oh, look at this guy over here, and look at this Tim Cast guy, and look at these people over here, and you know, that's why I don't get like uh, impressed by people who do what I do, because like I literally was like homeless, bro. Like I was homeless, like living in the the radio station vehicles. They didn't know that at the time, but you know, I'm giving you guys information now. You know. We've been, th I've been through a lot, you know, I mean, before we even got to doing the slideshow, you know, I was doing intern work and, you know, this is why, like, I don't like, like when I, when I hear about different, you know, everybody has a podcast in 2024, you know, everybody wants to do that. It's all trendy and shit like that. But, you know, we was doing this before it was even podcast. Like we was doing this before it was like, like there was like podcast word, you know, first of all, podcast comes from Apple. You know, it comes from Steve Jobs. And a lot of people say, oh, I got a podcast. And then they got a YouTube show. So it's like, you know, to have a podcast, you have to have a RSS feed. And, you know, you know, so like, I don't really get impressed by when people tell me they have podcasts or, you know, they're into this because we was doing it before it was podcast. So anyways, I was doing intern work at 94.9. And a lot of people are, that were watching this, listening to this today, you know, you probably heard me talk about some of these things, but I'm going to, I'm going to go in order here. All right. So people can really understand why I am the way I am, where I came from. And, uh, you know, I just want everybody to understand this. So we was working at 94.9. I was working at 94.9 <clears throat> and, uh, I went to the promotion. I went to the, I worked in promotions. That was department. You know, that when you get your start in at that time, when you would want to get into radio, when you want to break into radio, you know, you start in promotions. So I went to the promotions director. His name is Ray Wong. R real, real fucking asshole, bro. Like, you know, at, you know, I, I don't know what he's doing these days, but at that time he was a fucking asshole. So I went to Ray Wong and I said, I said, I said, uh, I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to leave 94.9. And, you know, that was weird at the time because... You know, once again, there was no podcast. There was no internet, you know, uh, you know, none of this going on. You know, this was like in 2004 or 2003, end of, end of 2003. And I told him, I said, you know, I'm going to go start my own thing. 
And he, and he basically laughed. You know, he said, what do you mean you're going to start your own thing? And I said, yo, I'm going to go do my own thing. Like, I'm going to start my own radio station on the fucking internet. And uh, I had done research. I had fooled around on d- different, you know, things, uh, real media, uh, shoutcast technology. You know, these are, these are, these are, um, these are like, uh, 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 these were like things where you could broadcast live. You know, and it wasn't no video. It wasn't no video. We didn't start doing video until like later on. Um, and it was just audio. You know, I came from a radio background. Like it was just radio, bro. It was just radio. You know, theater of the mind. When we talk about theater of the mind, what is theater of the mind? Theater of the mind is the traditional, uh, you know, <clears throat> experience of radio was like, you know, you can't really hear nothing. I mean, you can't really see nothing. You know, it was, it was, we used to say theater of the mind. Radio was, we came from radio. You know, these days, you know, we do it on video and shit like that. But we, we, we wanted to be in radio. You know, um, at the time, you know, one of the biggest morning shows was on 94.9, uh, The Dog House. And, you know, I mean, you know, it was, you know, they were like shock jocks, I guess you could say. You know, they were just fucking, you know, doing their thing. And, you know, Howard Stern for many years was doing his thing and... You know, I just thought that shit was, I thought that shit was funny. And, you know, you grow up listening to Howard Stern, grow up listening to Doghouse, grow up listening to Man Cow, you know, all these types of guys who do like these morning shows. And I just like was really like influenced by that. So I told Ray Wong, I said, yo, um, I'm going to uh, go start my own thing. He laughed at me, you know, and, and you know. In, in radio, you know, there is no two weeks notice. You know, if you put in your, if you say, you know, it's just like you, you, you get the fuck out. You know, you got to understand that the entertainment business is very cutthroat where it's not like, okay, we'll, we'll keep you on for two more weeks. No, it's like, get the fuck out. You know what I mean? So I left 94.9. That was a, that was a commercial radio station. And, um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do my thing on the internet. So at the time, when I started doing, uh, you know, when I when I left 94.9, I fucked around with a couple different radio names. You know, one of them was 95 Live. One of them, we did 105 Live. And then we had FUX Radio. You know, Fucks Radio was kind of like saying fuck you to the radio. Uh, you know, and basically I was just like, at the time it wasn't like, I didn't have this grand idea in my head. Like, oh, I'm going to have a... I'm going to have a show and, and no, like I was just using, uh, I was just using like these radio stations that I made. I made websites and all that, you know, we just using radio names and radio, like, you know, we use angel fire websites, geo cities websites. And, you know, we was just doing like live streams, you know, I would do a show and then, you know, we was just using it as a way for me to like, kind of you know, like the typical radio, uh, like the radio, um, like the typical radio, like format, you know, like where a song is ending and you would be like, Hey, check it out, everybody. We're on 95 live. That was 50 cent in the club. Up next, we got Ja Rule. And you know, it's just like that typical radio Thing. And, and I was just doing like a lot of the early, you know, uh, talk breaks were like that, you know, very like, you know, very, very phony, 
you know, that, that whole style of, of radio, when you listen to like CHR rhythmic radio, it's, it's, it's all very fucking phony, you know? So I was like, uh, you know, doing that. And then I remember one day, like, like, see all that is like, it, it's, it's kind of like, just like is used in commercial radio you know, uh, because like they're, they're just all about pushing music. And, uh, I just remember one day, like I started talking about like Maury Povich and like the people that go on Maury Povich, you know, and I, I, I had listeners and shit like that. You know, there was people who were listening and, uh, I started getting like all this fucking feedback from people like, Oh man, you was talking about Maury Povich. Oh shit. That's funny as fuck. Oh yeah. You should talk more. And then that's when I started like really getting the idea in my head, like, oh shit, I could fucking, I could fucking, you know, we, we could talk more. And then all of a sudden it was like, I was just talking for like a whole hour. And I was talking about like random shit, bro. You know, we just talking about like random shit, bro. We was talking about, you know, we was talking about bitches. We was talking about, you know, whatever, like I, whatever, like I would come up with. You know, like, I wasn't even fucking writing, like, topics down. I wasn't doing nothing like that. I was just coming up, you know. And then, you know, we, we there was a, a, you know, we lost a few of the websites that we were using. You know, 95 Live, it was kind of a long-ass story. You know, it was someone owned it, and we lost it. So then I was, like, in a place where I was like, fuck, I need to uh, come up with a new name. So we came up with, you know... Uh, 105 Live, and then we came up with uh, FUX Radio, and it just wasn't really sticking, you know, and then as, you know, uh, time, like, went on, as time went on, you know, I, I started, like, saying to myself, you know, I mean, I was always, I had the nickname Sly from when I worked at 94.9, now, originally, my name was Slick, but there was this other guy at 94.9, and he has his name was Slick. So they said, you can't use the name Slick. So I used Sly. I was, you know, they knew me as Sly at 94.9. So I just, you know, I just, out of nowhere, <clears throat> came up with uh, the Sly Show. So from that moment on, uh, probably like late 2004, 2005, we started, you know, I started to call myself uh, the Sly Show. Made the website, the slideshow, got our logo, and when we when we made the logo, you know, it was, it was interesting because, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's like you know, like what 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 is this logo gonna be? You know, I was already forming a, a like a show, like I was already thinking in my head, okay, this is a show, you know, this is a show, and we're gonna do it Monday through Friday for five hours. And they say, where did the five hours come into play? We used to do it from 11 to 4. They say, where, at, well, at first we were doing it from 5 to 8 at night. And then I was like, nah, I mean, we're going to do it for, we're going to do it during the day. Because more people are, you know, in front of their computers. And once again, this was just all internet, radio, live stream. Yeah, we were doing it on Shoutcast. You know, it was a platform that enabled people to do live radio, you know. Uh, so we were doing it 5 to 8 at first, and then we started doing it 11 to 4. And then we got featured by iTunes Radio. 
iTunes Radio was a platform for people who had iTunes uh, players, and they had like a little radio tab on the iTunes player, and we got featured by them, and we had like massive amount of people that started listening to the Sly Show. So I started doing a show uh, Monday through Friday, 11 to 4, for five hours. And people always w- would ask me, damn, you do a show for five hours? I'm like, yeah. And people have asked me through the years, what, like, why do you do it for five? Why not for two? Why not for three? Why not, you know? And the reason why was because that's what Howard Stern did. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what Howard Stern did. He he did the show from five, to, like five to ten. And, and, you know, there was like this ongoing joke where people would call me like the hip-hop Howard Stern. You know, in the early days of the Psy Show, we played a lot of hip-hop, well, for a long, a long time, we played hip-hop music. You know, so people would call me the hip-hop Howard Stern. You know, we started doing a lot of, like, just really doing a lot of experiments. You know, started prank-calling people. We started, um, you know, just talking, like, just talking shit. Talking random-ass shit. Now, people who have checked out the slideshow in 2023, 2024, you know, it's very political. You know, we talked a lot about politics, but, you know, I mean, it wasn't, you know, nah, it was, it was, it was, it was like whatever is whatever. I'll give you guys a little, little, little funny thing about 2024, 20 years of the slideshow. We're going to be getting back to that, where it's not really political or it's not really sports. You know, we're just going to hit record and just let, let the good times roll. So we have the website, the slideshow. We have the logo. Oh, the, the funny thing about the logo is if you look at the logo, it looks like a very vintage looking thing. So when we've made the logo, I told the guy who designed the logo. Now the logo has changed since the original logo. The original logo was the original logo, um, but it, it kind of changed uh, a couple years ago. So when we made the original logo, which is basically the logo, the way it looks today, um, you know, I was like, I want the logo to look like some 1950s, uh, like I love Lucy shit. You know, and then the dude who designed it, he's like, why, why do you want to do the logo that way? I was like, because it's going to be a mind fuck. When people see the logo, it's going to look like family friendly. Like it's going to look very family friendly. Like, ooh, this is a very family friendly thing. The slideshow, that looks like something like, like it's just going to be so friendly. And then when they go to the fucking show, it's going to be a, a very like aggressive comedy comedy show so we did that had the logo did the show was doing the show every day was 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 just you know we did it bro you know then this was before podcasts were podcasts we would do prank calls that was one of the early things that people really enjoyed you know um we would play music we would do interviews with rappers we would prank call rappers we just doing what the fuck we want to do. And that was like the greatest thing ever. So, <clears throat> um, through the years, 
Just it was, it was like clockwork, bro. We wake up in the morning. You know, there was a point in twenty, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Moved out to Los Angeles. Had a manager. Had people that were uh, just the slideshow was like a crazy experience. You know, it wasn't anything. We didn't really think about it. There was no uh, no format. It was like whatever. Did interviews, did prank calls, did it all. Uh, you know, around shit. Like, I want to say like, I don't know, man, like 2008, 2009 or some shit. Maybe before that. You know, we were, uh, uh, DJ Motive, you know, um, you know, I, I met DJ Motive because my boy Guido knew his, his cousin and, you know, he started doing mixes, which later, um, the mixes like were something that I think like a lot of people would, uh, Associate the slideshow, you know, we did a lot of mixes, DJ mixes, you know, we did artist mixes, we did, uh, you know, at first it was just like something that we did on the show, and then we were like, I, I went to Motive and I said, you know, we could do these mixes like separate from the show, and, um, you know, we started doing mixes, we started doing artwork, I learned how to fucking do like graphic design at that time, Photoshop, Adobe, um, Started doing theme mixes. He started doing Tupac mix, Ice Cube mix. I mean, really a lot of just music that we were into. He was a DJ. He was a working DJ. He knew about the slideshow because the slideshow, like I said, was, it was, people knew about it. It was like, it was really like one of these things. See, these days, everybody has a podcast. Everybody does what I do. That's why, like, when I see people do what I do, like, I'm not impressed. It's like, okay, you do a podcast, big fucking whoop. <laughs> we was doing this shit in 2004. But at that time, it was easy to stand out to people. It was easy to, to be, like, you know, because no one was really doing it, you know. Um, so... You know, with, with the DJ mixes, you know, we started doing that. Uh, artwork started coming up with like some great artwork on the mixes. Started posting it on, you know, our website. We started posting it on SoundCloud, which later got banned uh, due to copyright infringement. Um, and we just, you know, like through, through the years, bro, it just became something that that I did, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do, you know, like everybody has their calling, some people, this is it, this is it, all right, my legacy is, 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 uh, is cemented, 20 years, you know, some of the biggest moments of the slideshow was, uh, right before the pandemic in 2019, I interviewed I had an interview and, and one of the people on the interview was Paul Wall, you know, and this is, this is, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, we've, we've done it all. 
We've done DJ mixes. We've done compilations. Um, a lot of people have asked about the compilations, you know, just different oldies compilations. I'm, I'm a big fan of 50s and 60s music. And uh, yeah, we did, we did, we've, we've done a lot of different themed compilations, 60s compilations. We've done 70s compilations. We've done, you know, a lot of artist mix shows. Unfortunately, um, a lot of the, well, not a lot, 100% of the mix shows that we did, you know, are no longer online because we had some problems with our hosting company, which I think it's connected to, you know, my political content that I've done in the last couple of years. Um, DJ Motive doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't play the same music. You know, he's a born again Christian now and you know, that's all he's into. Um, I really don't care about mixes like we did. You know, um, I mean, we, you know, I've, uh, in, in 2010, the San Francisco Giants, you know, at the time I was a big, you know, San Francisco Giants fan. I grew up a 49ers fan, San Francisco Giants. Uh, we started talking a lot about sports. You know, we started doing these segments we started doing sports segments. Uh, we started doing uh, like San Francisco Giants segments where I would do like uh, segments. You know, I would I would talk about the Giants. Um, people who who like were watching the slideshow for comedy, they didn't really like it because a lot of people, you know, it's like talking about politics to people who are there for sports or talking about sports for people who are there. And, you know, it was probably, um, it was probably not a good idea from a business point of view to offer so much, but we did like, you know, we did mixes, we did compilations, we did sports talk. You know, I did a, 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 a lot of UFC segments. There was, there was people in, in the area that knew about a lot about UFC. We did a lot of UFC content, did San Francisco Giants content. We did Golden State Warriors, <clears throat> 2010, 2011, 12, 13. And, uh, you know, I mean, we, you know, after, after we did that, you know, there was a, a brief moment where Okay, so people always ask about the uh, the video because, like, the original idea of the slideshow was like it's going to be an audio only thing. It's going to be radio, you know. Um, Yahoo, uh, Yahoo.com had a pilot program. It was called Yahoo Live, and uh, they they uh, it, you know it was like a video platform where it was like a community of like people just sitting on webcams all day and they had like chat rooms and shit like that. And, uh, you know, like they reached out to me and they said, would you like to do your show on video? And, uh, they sent me a webcam and, you know, we started like, they sent me a webcam and, and, and I did it on video for their platform. And that brought in more people, you know, it was, um, it was cool. You know, uh, I would just basically 
the show on video was just like, okay, let me act a fool, you know, get a, get a big old thing of Carlo Rossi, you know, doing like a lot of crazy shit on video. So we did that for a while and then uh, Yahoo Live went under because it just didn't work out. It was just something that they were just like, I, I guess like they were just like testing it out. So we went back to doing audio only like around 2011. Um, and we just did audio only for like a few years as I was growing up, you know, around 2012. That's when like we really got into doing mixes, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17. And we were just doing the show, you know, just doing the show, just being funny. And uh, this is like around the time when YouTube became like a real big thing. My son was born in 2013. I stopped doing a live show, you know, because, you know, when you have kids, you have to uh, be there for your responsibilities. So I stopped doing a live show. And at first it was very weird for people when we were, uh, you know, doing the live show because... You know, people were so used to live, you know, it was, it, at first it was weird. That's why it's like, you know, with podcasts, it's like, um, it's like, it's like accepted, but like when podcasts were first coming out and I would tell people, they, they would say, bro, when are you going to be live? <clears throat> and, um, yeah, like. It was, uh, it was weird because, you know, we were so used to doing a live show every day, Monday through Friday. And then with the podcast, it was like, you know, it was weird, you know, to do a pre-recorded show for people. Like, people felt weird about it at first. It wasn't until Netflix started building out their platform, you know, their on-demand platform. Because you got to understand at this time, like... It really wasn't like on demand. You know, like when you look at all these platforms today, Netflix, Peacock, you know, like a lot of these on demand where you can just go into their app and play whatever you want. It was very weird at first for people to grasp onto the fact that we're going to be doing a pre-recorded thing and we're going to upload it. Because, like, people, I don't know, it was just weird. It was weird. And it was weird to do it at first. But Netflix built out their platform. And I remember the first time, uh, I remember the first time where I really, like, I thought about the whole uh, on-demand. Like, when I realized, like, it would be, like, a fucking, like, a, a serious thing. Like, you know, because we were going, we were doing a live show. Um, I forget what song it was, but Kendrick Lamar, who's a uh, Compton rapper, you know, he put out a song and he released it straight to SoundCloud. And it got like all these people fucking listening to it, you know, and I was just like thinking to myself, like, oh shit, like that's going to be the fucking norm. Is like people just uploading content to a platform 
and people are going to be, you know, people can, can go listen to it or watch it whenever they want. Netflix, uh, around this time started building out their online platform because, you know, the original idea of Netflix was not what it is today where you go on your little app or, you know, you go on your TV. No, it was, they used to mail DVDs out. It was very weird to, to be doing a live show, you know, doing a live show and then it's like, hey everybody, we're not doing a live show anymore. And a lot of people would always be like, bro, look, that's weak, man. Let me know when you're live. So when my son was born, I stopped doing a live show. And then we just were, we, we were doing like on-demand content. We came up with the, like a slogan. It was on-demand fuckery. And we did mixes. We did a lot of mixes that, that whole year. My son was born in 2013. Didn't do a lot of podcasts where I was, you know, doing the actual show. Did a lot of mixes. My son was sleeping. He was, he was like a newborn. You know, I'd be rocking him to sleep. Boom. Did a lot of mixes. Fuck it. We were still offering content. We was doing a lot of con- a lot of mixes. Did compilations. Um, since 2013, I, I never went back to doing a live show. Not like I did like when I was doing it in 2004. All those years from 2004 to 2013. Nope. Didn't do no fucking uh, live show. And to this day, 2024, season 20, episode one. I still don't do a live show. It was a big change. It was a huge change to go from doing a live show to just doing on-demand content. You know, um, I, uh, I've done it all. I've talked about sports in depth. I've had people from that world, like, like, like I've had people, journalists, sports journalists, recognize me as doing what I was doing. I've had people from the hip hop world recognize me as like a pioneer in the DJ shit. We've done interviews with artists that are big. We've disrespected a lot of artists that are big. I've had people from the comedy world. I've had, I've had, uh, I've, 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 I've done a lot. I've done a lot. Um, you know, it was funny, like, you know, just, just like as we, as we look at 20 years, um, you know, it's always been the same thing. Like, like, as far as I'm concerned, like, um, it's just like one man's opinion. That's it. You know, we've hosted like different other podcasts. Uh, never really worked out. So I, I, I come back. I'm full circle now. I come back to what the original idea of the slideshow was. The original idea was let's do a show. It's just a slideshow. You know, um, in 2019. You know, it was, uh, 
it was good. Like it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was good. You know, we interviewed Paul Wall. It was actually multiple people on that show that Paul Wall was on. It was PK who was uh, a talent manager. It was Freeway, who was also a rapper. It was also Tracks a Million, who was a Bay Area rap producer. And it was all in one show. Like it was, it was a bit, it was, a, it was a great show. You know, it was the 94th episode that year. We uh, paid homage to a rapper that was, you know, passed away. His name was Jacka from the city that I grew up in. And like, that was like, that was big for me. Like, you know, Paul Wall has always been like one of the biggest like rappers in the world. You know, a lot of people know who he is. Um, so, you know, when a whole pandemic happened, when they started uh, telling people, like, you had to put on masks. You know, I was just like, I, at first I thought it was funny. Like, yo, these fucking people are wearing masks and shit. And then when they came with, like, the mandates. You know, I was just like, um, yeah, this is, like, fucking stupid. You know, because I'm, I've always been, like, anti-establishment. You know, I, I don't give a fuck about the police. I don't give a fuck about the government. I don't give a fuck about mainstream ideas. I don't give a fuck about na mainstream narratives. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. I've always done my shit. I left mainstream radio. I left mainstream radio to do my own independent thing. When we look at the, the local rap scene in the Bay Area, I left all of that shit to just do my own thing independently. When we talk about normies, when we talk about mainstream narratives, ice bucket challenges, or should I say in 2024, Stanley fucking mugs, all that shit, mainstream narrative. It's, it's, it's not, it's not me, you know? So when they started talking about putting masks on in 2020 and they said, oh yeah, you need to put this on and there's going to be a vaccine. And I was just like, nah, the fuck I'm not. See, like the original, the original, uh, uh, opinions and the original like thoughts that I had about mask wearing had nothing to do with like, oh, you know, Trump and, and conservatives and, and, you know, libertarian. No, I, I was just like, I'm not going to do it. And it's some, some clown shit. As we got more into the pandemic, things started happening. We started researching things. We started understanding, you know, like Fauci. And we just got into politics. And then we started like getting like really into politics. And now, uh, it being 2024, you know, like, I, I understand it. Like, I understand the whole situation. Now, now, first of all, people people have asked me, you know, were you always into politics? Like, did you, did you just turn into politics in 2020? Look, I grew up in a conservative house. My dad is a Republican, okay? We were going to gun shows. I've been going to gun shows my whole life. Bro. I used to go to uh, Michael Savage. Michael Savage was a talk show host in the Bay Area. I saw him live when I was young. 
back when I worked at 94.9, I did a I did an event with 910 KNEW. That was the AM station. Like, me and my cousin were watching Alex Jones years ago. You know, like years ago, like, uh, you know, doing the Bilderberg Group. If you don't know who the Bilderberg Group is, that's like, that's basically the same people that do the World Economic Forum. Same, same people, different name. You know, we've been researching government conspiracies. We've been researching government cover-ups for many years. It's just COVID. What it did was it, it just like kind of like turned that on, turned the switch on. And I was like, oh, shit. And pretty much since 2020, it's been very political. You know, very conservative uh, politics. Um, and it goes back to what I've, what I've said. What I've said countless times. Is the slideshow has always just been a reflection of what the fuck is going on in my brain. You know, as we look forward to 2024, 2025, 26, it's just like, this is it. This is not a sports show. It's not a music show. It's not a political show. It's just what the fuck I'm into. I've been into things that had to do with politics. So I've talked about politics. Whether you agree with it, just like the, just like the, uh, the sports shit. Did you agree with the sports takes that I had? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Did you agree with what I said about certain artists? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. People have labeled, oh, you a you a Trump. Oh, man. all right. Eminem says, Eminem said, I am whatever you say I am. If I'm a political show, I'm because you think I'm a political show. I'm going to tell you right now, this is not a political radio show, or this is not a political show. This is a, this is a whatever the fuck is on the fucking, my brain. So, as we look back at 20 years of the slideshow, I've, I've had a lot of good moments. You know, we've had Maurice Malone, which was a clothing designer. You know, he gave us free clothes in 20, 2009. We went to the uh, Magic Convention in Las Vegas. It's a, it's a, it's a convention that <clears throat> um, where, like, big-time clothing designers go. And I met Maurice Malone, and he was a fan of the show. Now, you know, he, he basically ended up unfollowing because... You know, I mean, the, the, uh, the, the, the political stuff, you know, being political, uh, heavy political, you know, it, 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 people, people don't like that. A lot of the people from the hip hop world don't like that. They don't like Trump. They don't like whatever. All right. <laughs> That was something that, that that was something that happened in 2020. You had people who were lifelong people, lifelong supporters of the slideshow since I started in 2004. 
people viewed me in a certain way, like, oh yeah, Sly, that's our guy, bro. But you start talking about Trump, you start talking about politics, and it turned people off. Bye. Look, at the end of the day, it's simple, bro. At the end of the day, it's simple. I am going to speak what I feel. I don't care if you are offended. I don't care, you know, and, and, and that's always been the uh, that's always been the, the show. Unfiltered. Irreverent. Insane podcast. I don't give a fuck. I've spoken out on Jews. I've spoken out on Zionism this whole time. People heard that in, 20, in 2023. They was like, oh, he is hating Jews. Bro, I'm going to tell you right now that since the beginning of doing the slideshow, I've been speaking out on a lot of these things. That is definitely something I've been speaking out on for many years. We're talking about pedophilia. We're talking about elites. We're talking about fucking the people running society. Jews, Zionism. It's been something that we talked about since the beginning. So, I appreciate everybody that uh, has supported the slideshow. Um, I don't uh, have regrets. I do feel that there's been certain things that I've done along the way that kind of uh, took us off track. You know, well, we, if we were doing a comedy show, we should have, we, we probably should have just did the comedy show. You know, the mixes were good. You know, uh, I think a lot of people viewed the mixes as something that was a great thing. But when we all, when, when it's all said and done, all that shit is extra. All that shit was kind of a distraction to the show. Uh, you know, we're not doing mixes no more. We're not doing compilations. We're not doing sports talk. We're not doing, you know, we're not hosting other people. We're not doing none of that. The only thing that matters moving forward, 2024, is the show. And I appreciate everybody, man. You know, I never really, uh, I never really thought like what this would be. You know, I've had people like try to buy me out. I've had people try to like, you know, give me like little offers. Um, and I've, I've, I've entertained some of them, some of the, the, the talks, you know, like these business people. Um, but I mean, really the slideshow has always just been the slideshow. It's, uh, it's my view on the world, my view on society. And in the last couple of years, it's been a lot of politics and whatever, whatever I'm going through, I'm going to talk about. I just watched a fucking movie. I'm going to talk about it. You know, um, I got, I, I, you know, in the last couple of years, you know, I grew up a lot, stopped drinking. You know, I spent a lot of my twenties and thirties drinking, you know, um, I don't drink no more. I don't smoke weed no more. I don't smoke cigarettes no more. So there's a lot of people out there that have grown up with me doing this show you know we always talk about 
how a lot of people who hate on me in 2024, this show might be older than them. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. Doing something for 20 years, should I be like, do I... Do I feel like I should be on some Joe Rogan shit where I got like fucking billion followers? No. I think that in life, we are dealt with opportunities. We are dealt with decisions. We are dealt with, we are responsible for our destiny. I think, um, like I said, you know, there, there's been things that I've done that were like kind of like unnecessary, but I don't regret anything. I don't regret anything that I've done in the last 20 years. I've uh, definitely done what the fuck I wanted to do. And that's what's important. Even if I fucking like, even if I built up an audience wanting DJ mixes and then we started doing fucking uh, Trump talk. It's been good. This is what I'm, this is what I was put on this world. This is, this is, this is my legacy. This is what I'm supposed to do. Uh, so 20 episodes, 20 uh, years and we are uh, cracking off 2024. I just want to say shout out to everybody out there that's been fucking with the slideshow. All right. It's been a long time, man. Done a lot, seen a lot. And I'll say this moving forward, you can expect the show and the show only. Whether it be a live show, you know, we still got things that we want to do. You know, we got a lot of things that we want to do. Um, and I'm just going to continue to do the show. That's it. You guys, uh, uh, welcome to 2024, slideshow.com And I'll check you guys on the next one. Hopefully you guys understand a little, little more of where I came from. All right. 2024, 20 years of the slideshow. I'll check you guys on the next one. Sly Show Season 20 Episode 1 See you guys later